Howdy folks, welcome back to part two of episode 24. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome to part two of our special guest Rowan's episode. It is so lovely to have him here once again. Um, I'm your host and published author. Actually, Rowan, this I'm actually just gonna add this segment to your episode. All right. So that's yeah, that's what I'll do. So I won't. I don't need to necessarily reintroduce and things like that because i'm just going to add the segment to the episode so we can go back to back i just learned how to do that the other day so that's fun yes go me so okay folks so this is part two which we'll be getting into oh gosh i'm trying not to burp which we'll be getting into attachment styles as rowan and i promised um we're gonna get to talk about attachment styles and which ones you know we identify with and what's the past with that. So Rowan, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read a couple of, um, I'm gonna read, okay, the four main, okay, attachment styles. Um, I'm just gonna read off some descriptions of it um, for others who are driving, who need to like, who aren't able to pull out their phones and all that good stuff. So I'm gonna start with, okay, secure attachment. Um, It can have a form of confidence, safety, appropriate boundaries, comfortable and responsive, as well as positive view of self, positive view of others, interdependent, comfortable with emotional intimacy, comfortable with closeness, um, healthy, um, healthy relationship bonds. And here's like a quote that they add as well um, on the list is, he is there for me when I need him. She always calms me. So we'll hear um, statements similar to that um, within secure attachment styles. Um, make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. And then we have dismissive attachment, which is... Um, struggles with closeness withdraws over independent oh shit over independent <laughs> emotionally i'm not i'm not dismissive attachment by the way um anyways over independent um emotionally distant unresponsive um let's see oh wait just kidding i'm on the wrong one <laughs> Um, but dismissive is another word for the avoidant attachment, correct? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's the same thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and so dismissive slash avoidant attachment, um, positive view of self, negative view of others, independent, self-reliant, too, excuse me, too independent and self-reliant, difficult to get close with others, puts up walls, leaves or avoids during conflict. Um, some statement examples are, I don't need her, I can take care of myself. And the last two, we have anxious attachment, um, which is emotionally volatile, fears rejection, anxious and clingy, romanticizes people, seeks reassurance a lot, um, has a negative view of self, pot- positive view of others, um, 
quote unquote too dependent. Um, fear of losing the relationship, emotional highs and lows can sometimes be aggressive. Um, and here are some quote examples. Um, she'll let me down, he'll leave me. And the last one is fearful attachment style, um, fierce connection, um, poor boundaries, extreme responses, emotionally hot and cold, um, negative view of self, negative view of others, seeks closeness but avoids closeness, uh, disorganized, fearful of making connections, and could be self-harming or abusive to oneself or others. Um, and here's some statement quotes is there's something wrong with me or no one can love me. And so that folks are just a little bit of the, you know, secure, avoidant slash dismissive, anxious and fearful attachment styles. Um, now this doesn't mean that, oh, like everyone who has an anxious attachment style completely relates to every single thing. Um, that's not what it's saying, but it's saying like we do see it's very common to see these characteristics um, when it is an anxious attachment style. So now that the listeners have a little bit of a, you know, um, foundation and some, you know, knowledge to go off of, Rowan, let's get into attachment styles. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. So. Rowan, what attachment style would you say you identify the most with? Um, or is there multiple? See, I have, I have no idea. I was reading earlier about it, and I was really trying to discern which one I fell into, but I could not work out for the life of me which one I was. Because I could probably take elements from every single one, dependent on the situation. I, I, really, I really think it is more about the situation you're in. Mm-hmm. and possibly the other person because there's been times where I've had things with people and I've been like really avoidant like I just like can't be asked and maybe that just shows a lack of interest in that person um, and that's actually not like reflective of my attachment style and in other cases I've been in relationships not in relationships but had a situation where I've like really like someone and then they've been a bit distant and it's sort of made me more of an anxious attachment like um i don't know what it was called now i read it as like anxious yeah um, yeah where you're like quite needy and stuff and it right. sort of pushes the other person away i think i think i've can kind of grown into more secure but i feel i feel like over the past like 10 years it's definitely changed depending on my life lessons or the current situation i'm in that makes sense it's, yeah. it's not it's not just being a particular constant the whole time i've been alive right um right. i think on paper i should really have like a secure attachment style probably um i say this with the utmost love and stuff my mum and dad's relationship isn't in the best they are together but they do argue a lot and there's a clear like um dynamic where just a definite domination from one end to the other, if that makes sense. So, like, one person controls the relationship, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, 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 it's really confusing to me. I was really trying to work it out. I, I can definitely see times in the past where I've been an anxious 
attachment style or I've been like an avoidant attachment style. And then there's other times where I, 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 I've been a secure mm-hmm. attachment style. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Um, I like how you said that it depends, it can be, you know, it can depend on a situation and or an individual. So that's the thing. Yeah, like like you said, um, attachment styles, just because you identified with one now doesn't mean it's going to always be like that. And just because you identify one with some particular relationship that you're in, you know, doesn't mean the next one after that, you're not going to be in another quote unquote attachment style. Um, Because a lot of the times, you know, um, it is a protection mechanism, it is a coping mechanism, um, and it can be conditional as well. Like, because um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want. I guess I'll speak for me, and and off of something you said as well, that there's a little bit in, you know, all four of the attachment styles that um, we can identify with or have identified with. Um, and it doesn't mean like, oh, you're completely in avoiding attachment. That doesn't. That's not what I'm saying um, at all. Um, but it's like, yeah, it can be based off, it can just be based off because of like certain things that you went through as a child, how you were loved um, by parents. Ooh, that that's huge, folks. Like how a parent loved you or quote unquote loved you or how you were raised um, scientifically and statistically speaking is a um, huge, huge, um, huge factor and how an attachment style comes up in your life um in the future as an adult um so yeah yeah but it can also be based off of you know just a individual as well so basically what i'm saying is you know it's not a generalized um thing on everyone it's very individualized attachment styles um so i don't want to just say oh just because someone has a negative view of self that that means that everyone who has a negative view of self are fearful attachment yeah Uh, right so that there we go that's what i'm trying to get at i was um struggling with words a little bit but yeah we got there um rowan do 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 you feel like your past in a way shape or form well specifically childhood well, that's the thing. Attachment styles can also change throughout life. Experiences, both good and bad, can affect uh, this. Because, um, for example, like, there could be someone that comes in your life and you're kind of like avoiding attachment. But then sometimes it can take that one person to just love your walls down and just bring out that secure attachment in you. And I mean... Oh, that's just beautiful. One day, yeah. one day, that's beautiful. Exactly. So I really, I really think it's situational more than, yeah. Or like, you learn from experience to experience. You think like, oh, so I was too needy in that last fling I had. Maybe I shouldn't take that into the next relate potential relationship. You learn, and you adapt almost to change to like fit your current like experience. Let yourself process. learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's all about learning the lesson, isn't it? Taking, yeah, yeah, same. 
thinking like, oh, how how did that operate? What was the dynamic? Was it functional? Was it completely dysfunctional? And if it was either or, like, what can I learn to take into the next thing I have with someone to make it more beneficial to myself and to the other person? Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I completely agree. Do you so feel that, like? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go, go ahead. It's your episode. No, I was just I was just gonna say so like. I think to a degree over the past two years I've been quite not avoidant but I just haven't really been looking for anything um where it's like you get something happens to you you have like a, a bad experience in a relationship quote-unquote right and you just want to be free for a bit you just don't want to have the constraints for a relationship and worry that you, you're yeah. messing up or you're doing something wrong so you sort of adapt like a avoidant attachment style right where you're just a bit dismissive to everyone and you just want to be alone and like right. if anyone tries to initiate anything with you you just like keep them at arm's length right i, th- I, th- I feel like I'm, I'm i'm very selective more than anything i was really trying to find out can you be like secure and avoidant but I, I, I couldn't find any information on that at all but I feel like that's I feel like I'm all three like, I just feel like I'm all three I feel like Same. everyone is all three right 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 I really think it's situational it's because yeah. <laughs> yeah like you said like I mean we can identify with a lot of these um dude and that's something that's also really cool um is it's really interesting I see I also call the body a brain as well because the body does remember just like the brain yeah. remembers everything we just forget but our body and brain don't forget so it's like when you said you know you're just kind of like been like distant and standoffish haven't really been looking for anything things like that you know that's that's actually really cool that you say that because it's um a lot of the times and this is something i just learned is that can be a sign of the nervous system just trying to help recover the body your body yeah. is trying to recover from whatever um situation um that's interesting that i didn't know that yeah, your uh your body is just trying to um recover um this is the thing the body protects us so much more than we know or mm. think or are aware of um yeah i mean it's I mean, the body is constantly taking in information. Um, the body can is a lot of times constantly taking in trauma, whether we realize it or not. You know, because yeah, yeah. yeah, trauma isn't always oh tons of abuse. You know, it could be it could be something something small, and doesn't mean it has to last long. Not saying that. It's just that um, to the nervous system, some things can. I mean, well, a lot of things can be a certain type of trauma to the nervous yeah, system yeah. so it's like if you put your hand on a stove you're gonna feel that that's a that's a type of trauma so it's like yeah that does go into attachment styles because you know it's like um not all trauma brings about post-traumatic stress disorder not all trauma does yeah. that i because at least for me when i hear the word trauma i think of um either from my experiences or just trauma in general, like, oh, it's something extremely, extremely horrific, but that's mm-hmm. where things get tricky. Cause it's like, 
Mm, It's not actual trauma. trauma. Well, it all is. I guess what I'm trying to say is like... It can get to a point where... um, Where... Like, there are some traumas that can be invalidated because one trauma is quote-unquote worse than the other. And yes, that could be true. Um, However... It's that the scary part is the invalidation because I'm like, invalidate everyone's trauma. If they experience something and it's affecting them, it's valid. It's valid. Yeah. But anyways, that's besides the point. But, you know, going back to like the body, you know, recovering um, and things like that, you know, our body can, you know, identify with a certain attachment style um, because it is in a process of recovering or protecting itself from something, someone, you know, um, our body just tries to protect us a lot, you know? And so, yeah. and that's the thing, our body doesn't always know how to do that in the healthiest way. So it's like, that's when we have to come in and sometimes we need to get therapy. Sometimes we need to research. Sometimes we need to, you know, step outside of our comfort zone every now and then, which is super hard and it's like, it's not a one size fits all, one and done type of thing, you know, um, cause our body is gonna protect us. However, protection can end up robbing us. And that's the thing, I'm like, good much. Why can't I just see on someone's forehead if they're <laughs> safe or not? Like, why can't, if I'm gonna step out, I wanna step out on like a street of gold. I don't wanna <laughs> step out and fall, you know? But it's like, one day you're gonna step on that street of gold, but how will you know if you never step out? And so it's just like, I thank yeah. my body for trying to protect me. How about that? I thank my body for trying to protect me. However, I think it's super cool to at least, at least for me, this is something I'm trying to work, trying to work on is thanking my body for protecting me and for being in the recovery process instead of like hating myself for yeah it being so hard to step out and to learn more you know um yeah so i think you just yeah you just have to throw yourself in the deep end whether you want to do it or not that's the only way you're gonna learn right right yeah it's like swimming in it it's like when you go when you're learning to swim they don't Mm -hmm. they like throw you in the deep end i remember that was like one of the scariest moments in my life when i was learning to swim and they threw me in the deep end i was like holy shit i'm gonna drown here sorry it's not funny Genuinely, I still remember it to this day. But I'm grateful it happened because you learn, you have to learn quickly how to adapt. Yes. But yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I get that. It's like um, these little traumatic events and stuff sort of educate your uh, perception going forward and just like all and they make you think a certain way and it's how, how you act and how you go into relationships and how you yeah it's it's really fascinating it's really fascinating i think you have to realize that there's like two brains in there there's the there's the natty brain at the back the monkey brain well you've got three brains technically but <clears throat> the main two there's the the natty brain and the logical brain and you just have to you have to learn to balance them both and be like if you're going into relationship think oh my feelings are saying this but logically, I should be thinking this. So, for example, if someone's being really avoiding and you logically know that it's probably a bad idea because you want a more secure relationship where you 
like yeah. together all the time and you're say anxious attachment style you're yeah your logical brain's probably going to say this is a bad idea i want yeah. something more from this and i know this person can't give this to me but the other part saying like oh this is a really good potential relationship and this person potential that's the it's, oh, that's, oh. this oh. person is like say really attractive and oh we're going to spread my genes with this person that's all your biological brain's thinking it's just thinking about spreading the genes so it's going to initiate these feelings of like attachment and needing to get that person so it's, it's about balancing and thinking like yes. right, what is the logical solution here right and that's just also gonna... something really cool and interesting that you mentioned one it made me think about um when you talked about you know throwing um getting thrown in the deep end you know yeah it's mm. like that protection just don't stay there too long like there there's a yeah stay there too too long that's when it can start to rob you because like you said you know of course you know that fear of you know the deep end of course you know because you don't want to drown however there will come a time and a place where you can be able to um if you choose to or if someone helps you or just ask for help, you know, um, that's easier said than done, where you'll get thrown into the deep end, but eventually learn. I guess this is a better way to say it. Um, don't throw a, a, a one-year-old in, in a 12-foot water, okay? Um, don't do that. That's not what I I'm saying. I don't know, babies see, normally float, though. They? See, yeah, okay, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that is a time that is protection right there that is protection yeah. right there however when you're 12 years old and it's that same 12 foot water and there's someone right by you who you know or there's someone in the water or if there's a lifeguard and you jump in you know that's kind of like going out of your protection you know with the opportunity to learn because mm -hmm. there is there is safety around you. And I can't think of a better analogy, honestly, but I'm hoping people can get the picture and not like think too deep into it. Well, what if everyone just sat there and watched you drown? And I'm like, I hope no one actually does that literally. But you know, <laughs> people can do that though. But just, yeah. you know, I think the point is um, kind of like what you're saying, you know, um, when it comes to protection, there is a discernment between uncomfortable and just completely unsafe. And yeah. that, um, yeah, and so yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you have to like teeter on the line, and you have to like dip your foot, in and then you slowly, progressively. Right. Do you know what I mean? You build up right. to it, like right. when you learn to swim the first time, and you get thrown in the deep end. It's not like you've not been swimming in the shallow end before. You've already had the lessons taught to you about how to properly swim in the shallow end. So you just use that information to adapt to the new threat. You that makes sense. Yes. Preach. Did I do it? Did I go cross-eyed too? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I always wonder if I did that. Dude, and so also another thing, the second thing that you had mentioned that made me think about something is, you know, how we were raised um, can also affect the type of attachment style that we allow into our lives from another mm. individual. For example, like, for those of us who've always had to work for our parents' love, um, we oftentimes can get into, we can oftentimes be more attracted to someone who is of an 
avoidant tactics. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like you need their approval. Exactly, because that's what's our norm. That I mean, yeah, that's what's our norm um, mm. is to work for this person. You know, it's not it's not like we were raised with love given given freely and unconditional. Um, and we see those who often um, can identify with secure attachment. We see that those individuals have had that type of childhood where it's like, you know, here's this unconditional love, not perfect at all, but here's this unconditional love. Why? Because you are simply my child. You don't have to work for my love. You don't have to make all the great grades for my love. I'm going to love you regardless. And you're valuable regardless. A grade is just a number. However, there are folks who have been raised, you know, and I'm not bashing parents, um, but that have been raised as like, uh, you made a B on that test. Uh, (laughs) That's bad. Get an A. You know, and it's like they don't acknowledge that. What if that child studied so hard to get that B? That B is everything to that child and to just dismiss their work, you know? Yeah. Yeah, or when someone brings you a painting, you know, your child brings you like some scribble and you're like, what is that? That's not anything. That child, that to that child, that's something. To you, the parent, it might not be anything. It might just be some scribble and you're like, that's ugly. That don't look yeah. good. What is that? Throw that away. I'm not hanging that up on the fridge unless it's like the Mona Lisa. But you know, <laughs> it's like to that child. So basically, oh, validation, you know what I mean? Validation to a child can affect their certain attachment style, you know, mm. that they're attracted to or that they um give off. Yeah. Really, it really can. That's interesting. Wow, I just kind of put that together, <laughs> the whole like validation and stuff like that. So like for me, uh, Rowan, I would say I, mm, I used to, let's see. I see a lot of the, I'm learning a lot in the secure attachment. Um, definitely learning a lot. In the avoiding attachment, I have the unhealthily independent. Um, yeah. Because I had to be on my own so much in life. I didn't, like, my parents weren't there to hold my hand. They were there physically, but they were parents to my brother, not me. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, I'm throwing a little bit of shade to my parents. They need to be <laughs> held accountable. Um, they'll be fine. Um but anyways, yeah, so I've been um, going to group counseling um, to work on, you know, being a healthy uh, balance of independent and dependent. Yeah. Um, give me one second. Let me actually search up the word intradependent because this just popped up in the secure attachment style. One second. Hey, Siri, uh, what does interdependent mean? Interdependent means of two or more people or things dependent on each other. Oh, that's perfect. See, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to be. Interdependent. <laughs> yes, I also call it independently dependent together. I love that. Okay, I finally have a word for that. Intradependent. There we go. So yeah, I'm working on the being the interdependent and slowly I'm seeing it work. And that's a thing. Like I had to do 
self-growth, you know, self-awareness checks, um, going to counseling, going to therapy, you know, setting boundaries, learning from other people as well, you know, to help get me to this secure attachment, whether I realized it or not, I just knew I needed to heal and work on myself because I remember long time ago, I definitely identified with all of fearful attachment, um, which negative self view, negative view of others, uh, seeks closeness, but avoids closeness, fearful of making connections, self-harming, um, and abusive towards oneself and others. I was verbally abusive towards, um, men growing up, not saying romantically, just men in general. That's where a lot of my trauma came from those men. I'm so much different now and I'm so grateful for it. We love self-growth. We love growth. We love growth, don't we? Yeah. And then the quote unquote, no one can love me. And that's the thing. The, I learned this attachment style yeah. as a protection mechanism because my body didn't know what else to do. It did the best that it could. Yeah. 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 And so, um, I'm saying that because I don't want someone listening to be beating themselves up if they're struggling with this. Have grace on yourself, folks. Um, your body, look, your body was just doing the best that it could to protect you. And I'm sorry that there have been people that it came on and fucked you over. Like a lot of things, folks, that we carry now didn't start with us, but started to us. So have some grace. Do not beat yourself up. You do not deserve shame. You don't deserve shame. Um, you're worth growth. You're worth, you know, love regardless. You're worth working on yourself and um, allowing others to love you um, so that you can just continue to grow in life in all aspects and to heal in all aspects because you, someone out there listening needs to hear that they're worth it and that they deserve it. And that shame, that's not your burden to carry. That was given to you. It never had your name on it. Mm. True. Very I true. I felt that thing. I loved that. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah, it's true. So, so yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm starting to see now in my life. I'm starting to see more secure attachment than anxious attachment. Cause it's yeah. honestly, it's like, it's like I traveled over the years of my life. You know what I mean? Like if I go back and look at huge chunks mm. of my life. You know, cause like you said, you know, the attachment styles they can be, you know, based off situation. Yes, not saying. I'm not excluding that. I'm just saying, like, at least for looking back, I can say a, a theme, attachment theme. It seems like I've grown. So I used to be fearful attachment. I definitely remember that way back in high school. Um, oh, gosh, I'm saying my age when I said the word worry <laughs> like that. And then I remember avoiding <laughs> attachment. And then I remember anxious attachment and now i'm seeing more and more of secure attachment so right now i would say i'm in the realm i'm in between secure and anxious attachment oh that is beautiful to say okay thanks for Very listening good. rowan thanks for coming to my ted talk it's 20 pounds please for therapy <laughs> <laughs> what is 20 pounds in uh dollars american uh, I, th I think wait it's a uh... 0.8 i i think it's about 28 dollars okay gotcha Don't uh, rowan rowan's in the uk guys that's so cool if you couldn't tell yeah <laughs> hey i'm telling you we love english accents over here 
Yeah, I know. I might have to come over. You might have to. We're, you're gonna yeah. get um, you're gonna get um, kidnapped. That's we we love English accents. I'm gonna get kidnapped. Yes, we're gonna kidnap then. you and want you all to ourselves. No, please. <laughs> you can just read stories to us. Well, I'll bring my whole family as well, and you can kidnap all four of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, let's keep it in the family. All the merrier. The more. It's terrible. We're plotting your own kidnap. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Rowan. I mean, so do you? Do you? Um, is there anything more that you wanted to say about you know anxious attachment and your anxious attachment? Yes, I had a really good idea when you yes. were talking about yours. And I don't think I've ever seen it covered anywhere. Not that I've read. I think school really impacts your attachment style. Oh. In that, you know, you're looking for approval. And that, mm. Like you're seeking approval from your parents. Yeah. Public school is sort of like a child mind, isn't it, really? And yeah. you spend more time with your teachers than you do with your actual parents. Mm -hmm. So if your teachers and stuff like that are constantly wanting amazing grades from you, mm. that's sort of going to internalise in yourself. And you're gonna, it's going to manifest into an anxious attachment style where you're like, oh, I need to get a good grade. Oh, I really need to do well. And then it's your value is sort of... Um, predicated on how well you do in school. I don't know why I have that. I think that's a that must that must be part of the reason. Because yes, if I look back, I, I think I think that'd really impact your ability to be able to form attachments and stuff like that. If if you're constantly seeking approval from your teachers and the uh, whole school board in general. Damn, I didn't even think of that. Yo, that is so true. Yeah. Like you always have this standard to strive for to the point where it can unknowingly we can we can and will internalize that. Yeah. Oh wow. And it's it's from a young age as well. It's from yeah. a very young age. I always remember like when I was quite young, I was always a bit mischievous. Like like when I was in primary school, I was always a bit mischievous. And then I had a teacher to just Wait, literally Primary school. primary school for us is elementary. I don't know what school. Elementary. Yeah, elementary yeah, yeah. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so just, when just, I was like seven, I had like a really, not scared. Yeah, she was quite scary, scary teacher. And she was just, she didn't take anything from me. Like sometimes I wouldn't even be that bad. Like I wouldn't be talking. And she'd like stop the class and say that I was talking. I remember once that I, I yawned in class and she said, why are you yawning? Are you tired? And I said, yeah, yeah, just just a bit tired. I didn't sleep that much last night. And she was like, well, maybe we should sleep a bit more. And it was just so terrifying. Yeah. I was like, what? And then it, it sort of instilled in me this like fear, I guess, of that figure. So it's like fear of the authority figure. Yeah. Ooh, and yeah. that is sort of like, a, it manifests into further relationships. I think I'm beyond that now. But I think in yeah. the past, I can look to that and be like, that's potentially why I had an anxious attachment style and i remember having a conversation with because I, I have a therapist that i speak to like very irregularly probably like once every four months and he was talking about the development of the superego which was freud's theory idea is basically yeah. when you're growing up <clears throat> i don't know if you've heard of it but you basically find a person to um look up to 
as like a, a, a father figure and whatever however they respond to you is how your super ego develops your super ego is the voice in your head that's saying like oh you're doing this right you're doing this wrong oh you're so stupid what are you doing that for and i think i internalize like my brother as my father figure and it's sort of like has a, a negative repercussion in that i'm constantly seeking his like it's not not like you're seeking their approval but you are metaphorically like always you use it as like a basis from which to seek something from does that make sense? Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't get that, then that develops you into an attachment style. Maybe. I don't know. I'm speculating. No, that that's no. You're making me think. You're making me think. Interesting. I never thought about it like that. That's awesome. That. See now. Now I gotta do. Now I gotta go do more research on attachment <laughs> styles you know um yeah gotta refresh my mind because i mean making these connections it's really eye-opening you know like yeah. wow i didn't even know that sorry i am on my anxiety med that's why i yawned <laughs> that's also i'm not gonna get into the yawning part but i i definitely don't like that your teacher told you about the yawning thingy. Yeah. The yawning can mean a lot of things. It's... She was awful. She wasn't yeah. a nice teacher. Yeah. I didn't have her for long, I don't think, but I, I still remember her. Yeah. Not fun. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. But um, y'all, there's this, Rowan, there's this um, 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 YouTube channel that I watch. Um, well, I don't watch it anymore because I, I don't. Oh, because I'm on a new YouTube account. And I'm not subscribed to them. That's why I haven't seen them in a long time. But <laughs> it's called Psych to Go. Um, P Y S C H, the number two, and then the word go, G O. Um, oh, man, and their videos on attachment. And it's like five minute videos. And it mm. just explains things so perfectly that it makes you think and it makes you see, okay, this is normal because I was raised yeah. like this. This is why I have this attachment style. Or the, it, it encouraged me to seek counseling for attachment styles. It, yeah. was, it was them, you know what I mean? They're so well-educated. They explain it very well um, for us who don't really, like the language is for all folks. And when I say that, it's because they're not using these huge words that only a few people can understand you know what i mean um that's another thing why i like about this podcast is this vulnerability time that professionalism using these big words no we don't do that we want everyone to understand because i'm not gonna i don't read the dictionary for fun and know all these <laughs> huge words so i can use it and seem super smart you know i'm like honestly how can you reach yeah. everyone if you're just you know saying something towards a particular yeah you know so it's like i agree why not use something that everyone can understand? So yeah, so they're it's they're awesome folks. I will um I don't know if I can well yes, this is what I will do. I will put their link in the episode description mm -hmm. uh folks 
so that I can give them credit because I, I didn't just mention them and I don't want to get a lawsuit. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that works. So better safe than sorry. So I'll put it in the episode description. And um, as well as Rowan's YouTube and um, Instagram. Rowan, you have TikTok as well. I'm not TikTok. You have Twitch as well, right? Twitch? Okay, no. Just I, do, I do have a Twitch account, but I haven't been on it in about three years. Oh, okay. Well, whatever Rowan's going to send me to put in the episode description. His YouTube videos are super <laughs> cool, by the way, folks. Um, I'm going to put... Um, Thank you. Yes, yes. I, I was watching his uh, YouTube videos. Um, I, I think you already know that, but like I was watching... Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, so Rowan, what I'm also going to do is I'm just going to make this a completely separate episode, by the way. Um, That's fine. Probably does more yeah. its own episode, doesn't it? Because this, this, this is a whole episode in and of its own, and yeah. I, yes, I want people to like hear it all. So that's what I'll do. Um, what I'm thinking about doing is when I release your episode, which is coming in like two weeks from this day of recording, your first episode. Um, I think what I'm gonna do is release this one as the commentary, just because I mean we. Yeah, this kind of was commentary. Because you know how I usually, like, the odd number episodes are the special guests, the even number episodes are the commentary. So I think instead of doing a bonus episode, I'm just going to do this as the special guest ep- ep- No, this as the commentary episode. Mm-hmm. So that I can release it back to back. Yeah, I'll do that. Don't don't listen to me. I'm, I'm, don't, don't listen to me. I'm, I'm just figuring things. I'm thinking out loud. <laughs> there we go. I'm thinking out loud. Don't listen to me, folks. But, um, but yeah, Rowan, do you have anything else to add before we wrap up? Uh, yeah, if you go to my YouTube channel, please keep refreshing the page on the videos because I want to get to 100,000 video views and I've only got 1,000 to go, I think. <laughs> Whoa, 100k? Video views, yeah, yeah, not subscribers. That is so cool. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm, jo- I'm joking, you don't have to do that. I'm just saying... Like literally, like I'm gonna do like after. <laughs> but um, yes, folks, do that. We love to support. We thank Rowan so much for just you know, of course, giving his time for, for us and being vulnerable. And if you haven't heard part one, um, of his episode, you know, please listen to it. It's talking about porn addiction, as well as um, we talk about a, a lot of things on there that yeah. definitely need it. You know so much so that we had to do part two just for attachment styles but folks look let's be honest look um porn look that's real okay we 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 gotta we gotta acknowledge it i highly recommend and highly suggest go listening to rowan's episode um which is part one um and you will learn and you will get something from it through his wisdom and vulnerability um the courage to talk about that is huge because folks look we all have a cell phone we all we all know where that hidden gallery is and we all know what incognito mode is on the internet for a reason i'm just gonna put it right there so if if it's in your mind if you're like on the fence about listening to it because it's uncomfortable think to yourself is it uncomfortable or is it unsafe to listen to this episode I'll let you decide if it's uncomfortable. I just want to remind you folks that 
we grow as human how humans grow we literally grow in the uncomfort that's literally yeah. how the body grows is literally in the uncomfort that's how we've made it so far is the uncomfort the uncomfort is a time of learning now there's a difference between uncomfort and unsafe so if you're uncomfortable about this topic and listening to this episode um grow up <laughs> but yeah you know give it a, give it a thought give it a thought folks yeah. give it a thought you know uncomfort isn't always a bad guy you know but i'll let y'all discern that this is just to <laughs> Well, someone might have needed to hear grow up. Someone might have yeah. needed to hear that. Maybe, yeah. Grow <laughs> up. Oh, wow. So funny. I love that. <laughs> but um, alrighty, folks. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. Um, y'all are loved. Y'all are so awesome. And this has been another episode of Vulnerability Time. I will see y'all next episode. <laughs>